Jolt. The Jolt. Jolt. This is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. Poor Suzanne Summers. She's having Vietnam flashbacks to Dancing with the Stars while that plays. That's so true. Oh. With my partner going, why'd you do that? And I'm saying, I don't know. My feet don't move like yours. Of course, Copacabana by Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. One of uh, Suzanne's closest friends. Yes, yeah? yep. Neighbors. Neighbors. Close, closest close friends for 35 years how nice Mm -hmm. he's a lovely man you know how we met i walked into a studio like this he was on the radio and i was uh, so he was he was cobra cabana guy and i was chrissy snow and i walked in and he looked at me and he said oh you're the other one they make fun of and i said i know it's you and me and that's how we became friends isn't that lovely (laughs) isn't that lovely uh so is he well yes before we move on Mm -hmm. is he good good yes tell him that we love him I yeah. will. Everybody loves and him. And that he should come see us because we're going to be respectful when he does. Okay, I'll mm-hmm. tell him. He's getting five-minute standing ovations for walking out on stage right now because it's his last tour. I'll bet. Five minutes. I've seen him three times. Yeah, it's always amazing. I okay, always, but I, okay. I always, I always <laughs> want to be the girl he invites up to dance with, but it'll never happen. <laughs> I want to be the Can't Smile Without You girl. Someday. Just, just wear a different outfit. <laughs> An owl T-shirt, yeah. right? Get rid of get get rid of the beard, <laughs> change your hair, wear a dress, and it could happen if you really want it. Maybe it could you could be my drag mother and get me ready for it, Suzanne. <laughs> Suzanne Summers is joining us here on the Jolt. Yes, um, enough about Barry. Let's talk about let's talk about me, me. About you. Uh, and, but and so uh, she's got many things going on in her life. She was just on Dancing with the Stars. She has a new book that I have uh, had a great time tearing through. She was supposed to be here last week and just things got crazy. Sorry. Don't be sorry because it actually gave me time to finish the book. Oh, oh, oh good. Because <laughs> I was about two-thirds of the book and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm not going to get to the book before she gets here. And so it gave me time to finish the book. It's a great book. It's called Toxic. And it's from toxic to not sick and how the toxins in your body, uh, the diseases they cause, uh, and how the doctors can help you deal with all of this. Right. But the first thing I have to ask you is you actually have a little bit of a heel on today. I do. Have your feet healed? From I, Dancing I, with the Stars. They, they were really sore. And, um, you know, when you don't know how to dance, you put your feet in the wrong place at times, and then they get stepped on. So I have one little toe that's kind of broken and one finger that's kind of broken. <laughs> but I, I, as a result, honestly, I said this one night, I got emotional because you're just like, you can't believe you finished a dance. And I said, I'm doing this for all those people out there who think that age is the, uh, is the deciding factor of, you know, things are over. I said... It's not about your age. It's about your health and your energy and your vitality. Yeah. So um, that's what I was proving out there. What difference did it make if I stayed six or seven weeks? I wasn't going to win. So <laughs> might as well get off at week five because I had a lot to do. I've got this book, and I'm opening in Vegas, and I'm kind of busy. So Okay, but I have to ask you. Yep. I have to ask you. And I know it's going to be something <laughs> at least mildly healthy. Okay. But okay. I, have to believe in my, I have to believe in my heart mm-hmm. that even Suzanne Summers has... <laughs> a go-to thing that she needs when she's indulgent. What's the first thing you ate when you were eliminated? 
Oh, uh, tequila. I I just need to believe that even you would have something wildly decadent after the hell of Dancing with the Stars. I'm I'm Irish. I drink and write. (laughs) Well, good. Congratulations on all you did. Yeah, come have a drink with me. I'm really fun. (laughs) See, that's what I thought because I I, I go to a wedding and they they do the salsa. And I went, I can do the salsa great with two tequilas, but on Dancing with the Stars, it's a whole other salsa. It's yeah. like precise. You yeah. Gotta, your foot's well, you did a right great place. job. I did. You did an amazing job. I was job. cute. You were very cute. Yeah. Uh, and aren't you glad that you don't have to go through all that hell? Now you just get to come back and do a little cha-cha at the end and look pretty. I watched Monday night, my first night off, um, in a t-shirt with no underpants, <laughs> um, eating oranges, and what else were we having, Alan? We, we, tequila. In, te- oh, tequila. <laughs> tequila. We, we, we were in bed. We were in bed watching, and, and I didn't have to be in that dumb monkey box where you have to sit, mm-hmm. stand up there. Oh. oh, I hate that box. That's the worst part of the show is standing in that box. I'll bet. So I was happy to be home. Anyway, um, uh, nice of you to ask me about Toxic. <laughs> the book is amazing, though, and I'll tell you why, because I've been, I've been uh, re- rearranging my own body and my own health for Mm -hmm. the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. I had a heart attack a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And this book affirms what my surgeon and my general practitioner told me, and it gives me additional things to consider Mm -hmm. about the way I've eaten Mm -hmm. in the past, the way I the way I actually some of the ways I already have started to eat in the Mm -hmm. last year and a half and Mm -hmm. things that I can do to make it better. Mm -hmm. And how different I feel and I think this is the most powerful thing, y'all how different you feel about life when you put the right things in your body. Amazing, isn't it? Yes, because I'm, I'm <laughs> clinically depressed. I'm treated for it. And I can tell you that I've actually even ramped it up in the last two weeks, my, my commitment and some changes that I were, were, was inspired to try based on the book. And I feel lighter on a, on a more natural level. This and is I, a I, remarkable, remarkable, and it's reportage. Right? But that's what you all right. need to know is that it's Suzanne interviewing people about the different things. She's interviewing experts. She's not pretending to be the expert. She's actually a really inquisitive person giving us the information. It's really amazing work. Thank you very much. I'm really proud of this book. I interviewed the top five environmental doctors, all Western-trained doctors in this country. There are more, but these were the ones, and they they gave me their best, each one of them. It's like, mm. going, it's like getting an appointment with each of them. And for you with a heart problem, I think you would find Dr. Sinatra's chapter so interesting. I did. Because what he's saying is, ever since we gave up fat, we got fatter and sicker, and heart disease uh, w- went on the rise. He said, fats, are, you know, I, I put that stat in there about breast milk that we all hopefully were started on, is the same, almost the same percentages of monounsaturated, polyunsaturated, and saturated fats as butter, as wow. butter. So nature started us out essentially on butter, and then we went to margarine and chemicals and got sick. So with depression, as you were mentioning, sometimes I wonder, um, are you depressed or is it this process of chemicals coming in through the skin, through the lungs, or through the food, the poison on the food? works its way down through the GI tract, eats through the barrier wall of the GI tract. Now it's degrading your immune system, so you're going to catch things all the time. Those toxins leak out into the bloodstream, start roaming around, get up into the brain. The brain is where the hormone central is, and the the brain is 65% fat, so the toxins like to live up there. 
and they keep multiplying. So mm -hmm. that's where the brain fog's coming from. That's where depression and moodiness is coming from. But also your hypothalamus is up there. The hypothalamus is like the CEO of the body. It's like I see it smoking an air cigarette going, okay, uh, pituitary, would you uh, get to work today and tell the thyroid what to do? But if the hypothalamus is all stoned from all the chemicals up in the brain, it forgets to tell the pituitary, and the pituitary then doesn't tell the thyroid. So the thyroid's down there going, um, I know you all have jobs to do, but gosh, nobody told me what to tell you to do, so go do something. And that's how the body becomes discordant, like, a, like an orchestra without the orchestra leader. They all mm. know how to play, but they don't know what to play, so they all play something, but nothing, nothing is harmonious. And so how do you get it? It, it? People always say to me with my hormone books and everything, well, I can't afford it, which, by the way, my hormones are about $65 a month. There are a lot of things I'd give up before I gave up my hormones. This, the answer to these things, don't, according to these doctors, lie in a drug. They lie in cleaning out your liver yeah. and detoxing your body. And, yeah. if, and for the cancer doctor there, he said, I treat mold patients the same as I treat cancer patients. He said, it's, um, give it good nutrition, detox the body. How do you detox the body? This is just one protocol. Because when I say coffee enemas, people go, Ugh. but if you had cancer, wouldn't you rather have coffee enemas than uh, chemotherapy? Absolutely. And I said, so how does it work? I said, can you drink coffee? He said, no, it's not the same. He said, the, with a coffee enema, it's like you take the liver and imagine it as a sponge. He said the coffee enema squeezes the, the toxins out of the liver. And he said, with my cancer and mold patients, I need them to do it every day to keep squeezing those toxins out. So um, we have a daughter who had mold in her house, and she put on 30 pounds in one year, and her moods are all over the place, and she couldn't take hormones. Just four coffee enemas a day she's doing because she just wants to be thin again. She's finally getting better. She, no drug was able to help her. So, and now, now you can do it with uh, coconut oil. Just take four spoons of virgin uh, organic coconut oil. You don't have to do coffee enema. I'm just giving like one. These are just examples. Arena. Examples. These are examples. And I mean, mm -hmm. and, and coconut oil uh, is known to accelerate your metabolism. Right. And and it, and it, and it heals, burns the fat. Yeah. And it heals the the intestines, and at the same time seals up that barrier wall, so you don't have yeah. that leaky gut. So the so then the, the toxins have to stay in the leaky gut, in, in the gut. Now, the immune system is so fascinating. It's the length of a tennis court. Mm -hmm. And that's your GI tract, the length right. of a tennis court. Around that GI tract is this, for lack of a better word, a mucus. And in that mucus is your immune system antifungal, antibacterial, uh, antibiotic-like substances, anti-cancer substances, including interferon we make. So that's how we... That, if that's sealed up, and the only way you seal it up is with fats. Yeah. Now, the problem is people go, oh, good, I can have butter and cream and sour cream and steak and all that. has to be organic because why do you want to put more chemicals inside you? Exactly. And um, until you are healed, until the depression goes away or the weight goes away or the, the bloated, cramping stomach like I had, until that goes away, you can't eat fats with um, carbohydrates, bread. So that's where people, you know, the grilled cheese sandwich. I love them just like everybody else. But you're trying to heal. No, but bread is. Bread, I've I've discovered in my life. I've 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 not had bread in almost a month. Good for you. I'm very cranky. Yes. But but you can have a piece of cheese. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's I, and, and I'm having cheese. Yeah. But I will I will tell you that um, I feel less inflamed in my gut. Yeah. Well, you know, there used to be because I'm coupling it with a lot of a lot of vegetables yeah. and a fair amount of exercise. And 
it's a it's a it's a dramatically notable contraction in 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 that area, which is my problem area. Right. A lot of people's problem area. I feel it notably. I feel it in my clothes. People who see me every day are noticing it. And it, you don't have that cramping, uncomfortable. I mean, I miss it, and I'll yeah. have it again. You can't. If, as soon as you say I'm never going to do this, is countdown until right. you do. Right. But it's the most remarkable mm-hmm. thing. And what I got from reading uh, reading this book is you have to choose the right combinations because for a while I was like. Lemon, 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 lemon. But if you all you have is lemon, it's going to eventually burn. Yeah, right. So you couple the lemon with the coconut oil, for yep. example, which is mm-hmm. how I'm doing it, mm-hmm. and one burns and the other one soothes. Yeah. And and it and it pumps you up and it burns. It it's really you just have to figure out and you, and you can't do it all in your head. You really have to talk to a doctor. Right. But these are the doctors to talk to because right. if you go to your regular doctor, well, they're gonna they're gonna dissuade you from it and they're gonna maybe put you on a pill and, and I'm already on enough pills, right? You know, you know. Do you know that fi- almost fifty percent of our high school students are now on prescribed amphetamines yeah. because of brain because of this whole thing I was just telling you about ADD yeah. and ADHD and OCD. It's really interesting mm-hmm. stuff and it's really, really, really not just helpful in that in that kind of uh, ethereal way, y'all, but it's helpful in a way that you can apply immediately to your life. That's what I, I found this to be a bit of a workbook. Mm-hmm. I like your other books because the other books are very educational, mm-hmm. um, but I find this to be kind of like a manual. You can go back to it. Can I, I, think tell you, it? I think you need to go back to it because um, you, you will find needs to moments in your life where you'll want to modify. Well, I, you know, Mooney, who's sitting here, is uh, my hairstylist of 20 years. He's now read it twice. And I have so many people who've read it twice. Some, some people have read it three times and they post it because... Everybody knows something's wrong. We're all, we're yeah. not sick, but we're not well. And the thing is, there are times in your life where you're going to need what Dr. Sinatra says. Correct. And then there are times you're going to need what, what another doctor says. Like Sherry Rogers. Yes. How about her knowledge of yeah. your, you know, what, what are you lacking in minerals and nutrients? And the test, there's a test also to, um, called quininolate. You can test for quininolate, and that will tell you if you have begun any brain deterioration, if you can catch brain deterioration uh, early on, you can reverse it rather than become one of the stats, my age group, baby boomers, uh, the new stats are 50% of us are going to get Alzheimer's. And if you have diabetes, that's an additional 50%. So that makes diabetic baby boomers have a 75% uh, increased risk of, of um, Alzheimer's. And I was speaking to um, a lecture group of people, and I said, you know, we look at the present paradigm of aging, and it's decrepit, and it's frail, and it's horrible. It's nursing homes, it's Alzheimer's, cancer, heart disease, or all of the above. How many people sitting in a nursing home today ever thought that's where they'd end up? So I looked at the audience, and I said, if you don't think you are ever going to end up, then what are you doing different from them? Because they just ate the stuff that we thought was safe in bags and boxes, and the FDA said, yeah. See, the FDA says this is safe for human consumption, but they don't factor in a, a little bit of this is safe, a little bit of this. When you put them all together with all yeah, the crap see, we're eating. I look at, I look at the, the, uh, the uh, uh, ideas of what's safe is this is not going to kill you as opposed to this is good for you. Correct. We need to eat real food again. If you can pick it, pluck it, milk it, or shoot it. I mean, my life has changed by <laughs> by eating food that actually goes and a, off. And a steak, no? a grass-fed steak with yeah. a pat of butter on it. What's You won't miss sugar or, or carbs if you're having yeah. a steak, and yeah. you can toss your vegetables in butter. And But it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, if, 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 if it's going to go bad within within 
five days, yeah. that's what you should eat. Absolutely. If it lasts longer than five days, there's something in it. <laughs> you're right. And you need to not eat it. Right. Because, because if it lasts longer you're than five so right. days, it's going to live in your body. Food is not meant to live in your body. No. It's meant to pass through your body. Yes, and it's food is fuel. I, I used to send out these cakes at Christmas in the 70s. And a friend of mine said, you know, the cake arrived and I put it in the pantry and I totally forgot about it. Last year, we're cleaning out the pantry. And she oh. said, I opened the cake thinking it was going to be all mold. But you know what? It was perfect. And that's when I stopped sending out those cakes. <laughs> I went, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Suzanne Summers, I could talk to you for hours about this. Can I tell you how much, how deeply appreciative I am that you have read this? It's a great book. Because it makes... For your audience listening, they can tell that you've read it. Yeah. And, and I, I finished this book one day. I sat there at my computer, and my husband walked in. And I said, I'm done. I said it. And I, I love this book. This is a real, is this, I'm telling you, the other books are oh. good. This might be your most important. I have to say something. Please. I'm opening in Las Vegas, May 23rd, and I'm a residency. My room is called the Suzanne Room. Where? At uh, the Westgate Hotel. Go. I'm, I'm there for the next year. Go to wow. SuzanneSummers.com and look at my calendar of my appearances. And we're going to come. I'm, I, it is the bringing back the Rat Pack kind of show oh, where you good. sit there, put your arm around whoever you want to put your arm around, have oh, a couple of drinks fun. and sit in the dark. And it's, you know, free form. Oh, it's form. in the dark. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't care what you do in the audience. And I like my audience is a little drunk. <laughs> so remember that, SuzanneSummers.com. Yeah. Yes. The, the Westgate Hotel. The Westgate Hotel, and that starts May 23rd. But the book, the book is so important. It's called Toxic, T-O-X-S-I-C-K, from Toxic to Not Sick. It's really, it's a life-changing book. It's the kind of book you're going to want to carry around because it'll affirm, when you, especially if you're like you're shopping or you're grocery shopping, you're going to and from the gym, if the gym is your thing, it's going to help you. It's going to mm. help you a lot. It's helping me a lot. Mm. Amazing. I'm so, I, I'm, thank you so much. Thank you for coming thank to see you. us. Please love it. Down. I always love being with you, All too. Right. Stick around for Frank DeCaro. He's coming up next. We will see you Monday. Wow.